Here's Reinman in the Morning, on demand from 1021 and 105.3, The Shark. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. A scientist says NASA discovered life on Mars in the 1970s. You can tell it was the 70s because the Martians were wearing bell bottoms. The scientist says we accidentally ended life on Mars. Said humans, now we only do that to our own planet. That's right, a scientist alleges that we wiped out life on Mars. Hey, at least we didn't wipe out Uranus. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. In Boston yesterday with some friends, and we're walking down the sidewalk, and uh, there's a guy that very clearly is he's trying to get to the movies, the AMC movie theater there in Boston Common right across the street from that weird statue that we're supposed to say, hey, we love Martin Luther King, and Martin Luther King's probably like, that, that doesn't look like me. Anyway, um... We're walking down the sidewalk, and this guy's kind of just edging us out as he walks. He's clearly trying to make it into a movie on time, and he just wants us out of the way, and he's in a rush. And whenever someone does that to me, when I'm going for a walk, and someone kind of nudges me, and I'm afraid I'm going to go into traffic, I think to myself, please don't do this to me, because this is what happened to Stephen King. Do you remember that? Stephen King was going for a walk like uh, 25 years ago up in Maine, and uh, all of a sudden, this, someone came and just drove too close to him and hit him. He got really injured, badly hurt, because someone just crossed that line into traffic, right? So whenever someone's nudging me, I get nervous that a car is going to do the same thing, and I'm going to be caught in between. So I'm thinking, don't Stephen King me, man. Don't Stephen King me, man. And then as he turns and he goes in, and uh, we see the, the L.L. Bean vest and the light gray hair, and the faded Red Sox hat, I realize probably unlikely that that guy was going to quote Stephen King me. You know why? It was Stephen King. <laughs> now on Rhyming in the Morning, it's What's Up on the Shark app with Megan, the Shark's own app and website guru. Megan, what's going on? You like going to arcades, right? I believe we've had this conversation okay, before. Yeah, yeah. They're okay. Arcades are the bomb diggity. That's, that's how you know I'm tired. Clean when up I, your language. When I miss. use the phrase, when I use that phrase. What do we got on the Shark app about arcades? We have 25 of the best arcades in New England. Mm. You know, one that I feel should be included is the largest one in the world, which also happens to be in New Hampshire. I is think we've talked about on, that. Is that before. not on the list? Did that not make it? You'll have to go on the Shark app to find out. It, it had better be on, on the list. Why? Is it too big? Is it, is it it's so it's, big, it's its own entity. It, it doesn't yeah, count. It's like the Vatican. It just it has its own postal code, its own government. Is that why? It's because it's too big? It was like, it was a... <laughs> no, it's probably included, but you just, I'm not going to say for play, certain. Playland better be on there from Hampton Beach. Hmm, interesting. If there's no Playland, this, this you can go on the Shark app and check it out, but Playland's not on there. This is a joke list. Forget I used to it. love to play Deal or No Deal at arcades. Oh yeah, they still have... <laughs> I used to love that. I'm not going to lie. I ate that stuff up. Uh, We could ask Mr. Mandel some more about that, but I have a feeling probably not. Anyway, go see him at the music hall. Tell him we said what's up. Uh, (laughs) That was an interesting one. But if you go to the Shark app, you can read all about the wonderful arcades, 25 best in New England. Heck yes. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. I only steal signs when I get phone numbers from the ladies. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Rhineman in the Morning. 
Megan, what else is going on in the Shark app? Well, this one is for all the folks out there who are, as our coworker says, with child mm-hmm. and are on the hunt for the perfect baby name. You might have to check your state's laws because certain states, believe it or not, have baby name laws. Wow. So it's on the Shark app, baby name laws. Yes, things you cannot legally name your child. That's You know what? Let me tell you something right there. That sounds like a good peacock show. They're trying to save the peacock over there. The last, what did they lose, like uh, $12 billion the last week or something like that? Oh, really? I, I don't know, but something. They yeah. lost a, a, a lot of money, and I don't want the peacock to go extinct. I don't want to see all those feathers on the ground. So here's a show. It's a baby name law. That's what I want. From the makers of Night Court, baby name law. You can go to the Shark app and get some examples, right? Of course. I just want a law firm that exists solely to try to defend or dissuade people on their choices for baby names. I don't know. That sounds like something that they'd make. I could see Matt LeBlanc being a something like that, right? Isn't it Matt LeBlanc? Could be. It's French. I don't know. He's, he's from Massachusetts. I don't know. That man ages like better. fine wine. Do you know him? No. <laughs> oh, I'd no, be like, no, I'd no. love to say hi to him. <laughs> I do. I do have a story. How you doing? <laughs> I do have a story. Uh, no, he was. He was always seemed nice. I like. I pull for Matthew Perry. You know, because it's like he's been through so much. Oh, yeah, Lisa, for Lisa sure. Kudrow, absolutely. Courtney Cox, best. But there is somebody from that show. Schwimmer. Not, uh, We've had this conversation before. <laughs> We've had this conversation off air. I'm not going to tell a story. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't make fun of David Schwimmer. Uh, read all about on the Shark app, the, the baby name laws. If you're if you're about to have a baby, it, you do you fall within the law? Hey, this is Reinman. Who am I talking to? Hey, buddy. Sorry, Mr. Call. <laughs> I think I missed your call. Didn't you call me? Patrick and Newmarket, everybody. No, I thought you called me. I got a call from you, and I star 69'd you, and this is the number it gave me. You're telling me that wasn't you? No, that wasn't me. All right, well, since I have you on the phone anyway, uh, we were talking about celebrity encounters. Uh, Do you have a strange New England celebrity encounter, the weirdest one you ever had? Uh, As far as New England, he's very niche. Mm -hmm. Uh, College of the Holy Cross, Gordy Lockbaum. Gordy Lockbaum? Who's Gordy Lockbaum? That sounds, it sounds like a wrestler that lasted two weeks. No, he was quarterback at uh, College of the Holy Cross. I, maybe maybe not quarterback, but uh, I grew up in going to Holy Cross. Oh, okay. And he led them to a per- he led them to a perfect season at uh, Holy Cross. To be fair, it does help when the guy who decides who wins and loses is your biggest fan. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Rapper Eminem demanded that Republican Vivek Ramaswamy stop using his music during the campaign. But to be fair, Ramaswamy is both slim and shady. That's right, Eminem told a candidate to stop using the song Lose Yourself. And while he's at it, to go something else himself. Yes, Eminem said to stop using his music, to which Chris Christie said, wait, Eminem's can talk. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. I wrote something for the Shark app, and uh, Megan has questions, and I am ready to answer them. I'm ready to go on this one. Well, you have a message for the people of a very special town that we hold near and dear to our hearts. Mm -hmm. The artist formerly known as Hampton Balls. Go on, Reinman. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm in a state of grief, and I need you to voice. This is, this is when I need to. This is when I'm going to turn into like Stephen A. Smith for the ESPN people out. So, uh, driving by the sign, the Hampton Ball sign. We all love the Hampton Ball sign, right? You loved it, Megan. You had. You said you got to put that on there. 
and the people loved it. It, it made was, life feel worth up. living it was again. All over. We, we, it was just getting shared. I think it's up to it was. It's like uh, it's like got five thousand reads or whatever just on one Facebook, and it's been shared hundreds of times. And uh, just uh, everyone loves the Hampton Balls. Everyone loves to play Hampton Balls. And I'm driving by the other day on a Sunday, the su- the day I need that sign for inspiration. And what do I see? Hampton Falls. They, Hamp- just, they Hampton took Falls. down the, the B. Hampton Falls, just like my heart when I saw that sign. Heart plummeting. And I just don't know why. why. It brought such joy to everybody. It's on the it's on the town line, Route 1. You're coming from Seabrook and uh, now Hampton Falls. And so just my question to uh, whoever... The, the 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 malcontent, the Grinch, the crank, with Scrooge. no sense, of, the humorless Scrooge, the soulless stooge, who took down the B from the Hampton Ball sign. Why do you hate fun, huh? Why do you hate smiles and kittens and rainbows? That's what I want to know. It's just a question for you. And if you're listening, give me a call six zero three seven four three one zero five three, because uh, I'm bawling. Because of Hampton Balls. A community coming together in grief. Yes. We got to get our sense of humor back. We really do. It's Classic Hits for the Seacoast, 1021, 1053, The Shark. Go on the Shark app. Read I go nuts on this thing. Be right back with more Ryanman in the morning. Okay, so when last we left you, when last I spoke to you, the Red Sox, they were in it. They were like two and a half games out. And oh my gosh, this might happen. You're five and a half games out now. How did we get there? I guess they lost like something like three out of four. Uh, they lost two to three. Uh, to Mookie Betts and the Los Angeles Dodgers, and Mookie hit a giant home run. Oh, my gosh, who saw that coming? And I think they lost last night as well, and there was some weird thing where they left a pitcher in, and uh, it backfired, and oh, my God, when has that ever happened for the Red Sox? Anyway, it's not looking good, and we don't have a whole lot of time, so to sum up the Red Sox situation right now, here, just pretend pretend I'm Johnny Carson. Pretend I'm wearing a turban with a big feather in the middle of it, okay? Here we go. Butterflies, dragonflies, the Boston Red Sox. Name three things that disappear each September. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Can Mookie Betts take us back to L.A. with him? That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. If you went on the Shark Facebook page, again, this is the one with the blue check mark. That's how you know that's really us. We asked, what's your fun, strange celebrity encounter here in New England? We got some fun responses. Linda from Merrimack says she met Richard Simmons, the fitness guru at the Fox Run Mall. (laughs) What was he doing there, yelling at everyone in the food court? Terry from Alfred, Maine, met Glenn Close at the hospital. So Glenn Close, but not too close, right? You don't want to get sick. And this is interesting. Two people met the same very famous person, different spots. First of all, Thomas in Portsmouth met President Bill Clinton at Duncan's. (laughs) That's real? Now you listen to me. America runs on Duncans. And then Jason from Kittery met Bill Clinton at Stratum Tech, and Jason wants to apologize because somehow he ruined Bill's coat jacket. I guess he was trying to shake hands, and he ruined Bill's jacket. You know, Jason from Kittery, you don't have to feel too bad. I've heard that Bill's ruined some people's clothing, too. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Children are back in school, so finally I can have the seesaw to myself. Yes, it's back to school in New England when kids learn to spell the words they heard their dad yell on Sturrow Drive. Remember, kids, it's not cool to bully others unless you get that awesome laser beam background for your picture. Now that means you're a badass. 
And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the morning. WWE Hall of Famer Cindy Lauper. The girls just want to have fun because girls do just want to have fun. For instance, this one girl I know in Natick listening right now. Sadie, I'm going to give you some advice. Uh, some people you meet are going to be like super cool and others, they're just going to be banana butts. Let's face it. Either way, have a great time. I love you very much. And daddy wishes you all the very best on your first day of first grade. Oh my gosh. So proud of you. Now on Rhyming in the Morning, it's What's Up on the Shark app with Megan, the Shark's own app and website guru. Megan, what's up? I am very perplexed by something, John Ryman, and I would like um, your opinion. Sure. So there is a website that posted their take on the best tourist attractions in each state, including New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm not going to say what the verdict was for New Hampshire, but I disagree with it. And oh, I don't. Okay. And I don't necessarily. <laughs> this is on the Shark app. So this is of all the places in New Hampshire you could possibly pick. Yes. Uh, just anything. The the ocean. The beautiful ocean. Uh, something like the mountains, the polar caves with the kids. Maybe Canada. You love Lake the Park. polar caves. I do love the polar caves. What's the other thing up there that they got? The uh, the ice sculptures or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. All yeah. these amazing things. But that is not what they picked. The, um, the, yes, that's not what they picked. And I I won't share what they did pick. But let's just say I disagree with it. And it's not even because I have a bone to pick with this mm-hmm. particular tourist attraction. Sure. I have no problem with it whatsoever. But it's just simply it's that it's number not... number one? Really? It's yes. That sort of thing. That's sort yeah. of the vibe. So, I well, I was going to ask you what you would say is the best tourist attraction, did but I just, you did just... Did I just say it by mistake? Did I just guess it? You, you, one of my no, bad guesses? Oh. No. One, one of your guesses was not... None of your guesses uh, were it. Well, you said the polar caves, and we'll be going there soon. Say, so, you know, it's our annual fall thing. That's and, so exciting. But you know why? It's it's tough, particularly if it, dads with back issues. It's tough. It's a workout, but that's what makes it great. Is that you don't go to the gym for a couple of days. It's a really you you everyone that goes there as a parent, you wear like workout clothes, and your kids sort of do too because they run through the caves, and it's like a it's like a obstacle course, and you get stronger and, and you burn some calories. Uh, what about you? What's your go to? It's so hard because living in the seacoast, I'm biased. So I would probably say something in Portsmouth, but I mm. also feel like you could make a case for some of the many things to do, like in the Conway area. Got it. Maybe that prison in Portsmouth. I've the, heard that's fun. The, the naval prison? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've written about that myself. Go on the Shark app to read more about it. Get yourself arrested and you can hang out. Uh, <laughs> it's on the Shark app. Find out what supposedly is our top tourist spot. And it's time for your Shark Seacoast forecast brought to you by Pete Gagnon and Son. Good morning, Mark Rosenthal. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Since we're going back to school, let me ask you a question, Mark. Uh, do you remember what your favorite field trip was as a student here in New England? Where did you like going as a field trip? I liked going home. <laughs> <laughs> we have a winner. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Jaron Duran's injured for the season. Duran Duran's hungry like the wolf. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. I wrote something for the Shark app. Megan has questions. Well, my question is, how are kids already back to school? Well, what happens is uh, there's a time each year. It's the summertime. And for those summer months, they stop school. <gasps> and then in the fall months or thereabouts, the children go back. No way. And then, and then we have that wonderful time where the school buses stop at every dang house. Even, whatever happened to bus when you're, stops? When you're trying to go to work and there's a school bus right in front of you and it's taking its <sighs> yeah, sweet also, time. Like, also, that's the other thing. Who are these kids that are going to school when I'm coming in here in the morning? Anyway, sidebar, <laughs> different issue. But this is uh, on the Shark app. 
And the article I wrote was... Well, people are obviously going to be planning field trips. Yes. And so we thought it'd be fun to take a trip down memory lane with some of the favorite field trips that we went on mm-hmm. when we were kids. Yeah. In the recent past or long, long ago but That's the great past. thing about New England is it's always the same. It's the same kind of so much history. We probably went on the same field trips. Well, give me up. one. Give me your favorite. We did the Freedom Trail. Yep. Did that one. Did It was rainy. It was cold. It was a cold, rainy day in 1993. Wow. And, uh, you know what's funny? My... Little young and little frightening to be walking around Boston at that time, and we called it a day halfway through. My recollection was that it was also cloudy and possibly rainy as well when I went. Did you yeah. ever go to the Museum of Science? Oh, of, of course. And I talk about this in the article that <laughs> the Museum of Science, my favorite part of the Museum of Science field trip was they had a display from uh, Massport defending the big dig it was like a make good you know hey you know uh, you know we want to make up to you what's going on with the big dig here's what's happening about it like a feel-good display good pr for the big dig because it was running so far behind this was in 1996 do you know when they finished the big dig 2007 (laughs) best new england field trips it's on the shark app thanks for listening to ryman in the morning especially if you're stuck still in the big dig It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Archaeologists discovered a computer believed to be 2,000 years old. The place they found it? Your parents' house. Yes, archaeologists from Greece unveiled a 2,000-year-old computer when it was finally returned to them by the Geek Squad from Best Buy. You can tell the computer is 2,000 years old because this is what it plays when you sign on. Welcome. You've got commandments. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the morning. Megan, what else is going on? Have you ever done a ropes course before? Nope. Do you have any intention? Do I look like <laughs> look at me right now? Really? Like I'm a, like look, you're wearing I'm not, like I'm, a Hawaiian yes, shirt and that a I'm in, Beatles t-shirt. It's not that I'm in bad shape. It's just that I do I give off that vibe. <laughs> like I get my exercise elsewhere. Ropes in front of strangers? No, thank you. But what's I think on the it'd be funny. Up? Well. Summer, believe it or not, is going to be wrapping up in the coming weeks. And so you got to do all those fun outdoor attractions before the weather starts to get cold. So that okay. means you got to pay a visit to some of the best ropes courses okay. in the area. I wouldn't know where any of these are. So this could of come course in you really would, ha- of course you would because you just talk smack about them. That said, someone uh, such as my daughter, who I think would be interested in things like this, is what she's going to be Sadie, all about. If you're listening, oh, dra- drag your dad. You do this. Drag your she's- dad to the. <laughs> ropes course you know you, you do this you've been worse during the summer because you know she might be letting now great so now we're going to the ropes course so now i'm going to go to the shark app and i'll find out where all the best ropes courses are and i don't even know what ropes courses are by the way we've had this discussion you hands down know what they are no i thought it was you climbed up a wall with a rope but it's not what it is it's outdoors right with ropes is that what it yes. is yes you don't climb up a wall with a that's what rope. I thought it was. When I heard ropes, like a ropes course, I was like, oh, like, you know, rock climbing or you use a rope to climb the wall. I do not do rock climbing. I did it once as a, as a kid and it traumatized me and I don't do it anymore. <laughs> did something happen? Not actually. But what what happened was I went, I was probably only, I probably, it was at an indoor rock climbing place and sure. I was maybe 10 or 11 at the time and I climbed maybe 10 feet up and I was like afraid of heights. I didn't really want to be there. And I was yeah. like. I want to get down because, uh-huh. you know, you're harnessed and someone's at the bottom with a rope, like, supporting you. See, there are ropes. And I and I was like, I need to get down. And they're like, no, keep going. And I literally am like, I'm letting go of this wall in three seconds if you don't get a grip. And then they held on and let me down. And I never went to an indoor rock climbing place again. How old were you? 
Probably nine or ten. Nine or ten. And making <laughs> ultimatums. Sadie, don't listen to her. Listen but to me. if you want to find the ropes courses, go to the Shark app. Oh, did you see all the cuts the Patriots made yesterday? It's crazy. Check it out. And now, here's sports in ten seconds with the sportsman. Bailey Zappi, take a nappy. That's your sports in ten seconds with sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. I asked you, your favorite New England field trips here growing up? I heard from Zaina in Exeter. Zaina said she went to Salem, Massachusetts in eighth grade. That's a good one. I think we've all done that one. Pete from Rochester says, I went to a Catholic school and only remember one class trip to the mountains in eighth grade. Well, did you go tell it on the mountain, Pete? That's a Catholic school joke. Come on. Forgive me. Connor from Berwick says, my sophomore year, we went to Boston. This is a good one. He went to Boston for an overnight trip. Two classmates snuck alcohol and shampoo bottles and were caught drunk running around the hallways in the hotel in the middle of the night. It is no longer an overnight trip. <laughs> Thanks, Connor. Hey, as long as no one got the bottles confused, the last thing we need is for someone to chug a head and shoulders. You know what I'm saying? And then I heard from Joe and Charlton. Joe went to Plymouth Plantation, but we all know what happens when you go to Plymouth Plantation, right? You go there expecting the rock, and instead, you get Kevin Hart. You want to know how Plymouth Rock got so small? Well, go check it out. I just put it up for you on the Shark app. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Someone in Manchester sold a $250,000 painting for just $4. The worst part is that instead of cash, they took coupons to the Christmas tree shops. That's right, a painting worth hundreds of thousands was said to be worthless. So the opposite of what I tell my kid about his drawings. Yes, a rare painting from Manchester could sell for $250,000. I spent even more than that on a picture once, and I still can't find Waldo. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what's going on? A resident recently penned a beautiful tribute to the city she calls home here in New Hampshire, and it is inspiring to us all, Reinman. Well, okay. But I mean, aren't there a lot of good cities? This is on the Shark app. But someone just penned a tribute to one of their favorite cities, her city. Yes. So what there's, makes this so special? Though? Well, there's there's a woman named Reed. She works in the Office of Business Development in the seacoast town of Dover, which is actually where oh, I okay. grew up. Sure. And she wrote basically a love letter to the community on her Facebook page just about the passion oh, she has okay. for yeah. the town and the community that she lives in. And honestly, it's really sweet. That's great. It really is. Do you have that kind of... Passion for the town you grew up in. Oh Do God, you, of course. You have sentimentality yeah. towards it. You, you feel kind of like you're ready to get away. Uh, n- n- well, you know, there's an old saying from someone I used to work with, the great Bruce Pritchard, which is, uh, "Go away, make me miss you." So sometimes the best way to realize what you have, you have to go away for a little while. I grew up in Northampton, love it. I but I knew since I was a kid, I kind of realized I was like, you have the ocean, you have the woods, you have the farmland, uh, you got everything here. So it was a really unique place. And, uh, you know, same sort of vibes with Hampton. Went to school there, too. So uh, I love it. What's your favorite thing about Dover as a native? Ooh. See, this is the part where I'm a little bit exposed. I feel very neutral towards Dover. Really? That said, I feel very passionate about how much I love Portsmouth, which is where I was born. So it it kind of counts. It kind of counts. I feel like I... I feel like someday if I end up staying in this area, I'd love to maybe settle in the Portsmouth area. 
Well, you heard it there. Megan loves Portsmouth and just hates Dover. I, guess. I didn't. No, hold up. She, hold we up. We love Dover. I'm kidding. I was going to say, no one hates Dover here. No, but someone La really, really, pizza? Come really, on. There you go. Uh, the Ninja Turtles. Come on. Exactly. Uh, it's on the Shark app. Someone really loves Dover and read what they had to say. In the world of athletics, the big story you're going to be hearing about today, especially here in the Boston area, is that David Ortiz's cell phone got hacked. And uh, we don't know exactly what's in there. It's from a few years back, I guess. Uh, he says he was being extorted. The FBI is involved. That's never a good thing. I don't know what's on there, but uh, I'll just say this much. I, I really hope it's just like text messages and stuff. I hope there's no pictures because, I mean, the Red Sox, haven't they already given us enough foul balls this year? And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. David Ortiz got his cell phone hacked. I guess Big Poppy was a little sloppy. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on? I've got some pretty exciting news to wrap up the last few weeks of summer. Okay, what's happening? There is going to be a day where grandparents and heroes Did who are... Did you say in... grandparents? No, grandparents. You, I'm pretty sure you said... Later. Grant, let's, grant... Let's go back and listen. Grandparents. There is going to be a day where grandparents... That was grandparents. No. Who's grandparents? Who's grant? What, what's wrong with his parents? Grandparents. Grandparents. That, you created a new thing. You know what? The next time I you, swear you're making Nepo, stuff Nepo up. Nepo baby is done. That's over. The next time you meet a kid that was born on third base, rich kid, you know what I mean? They got grandparents. You're grasping really hard at straws trying to find ways to make fun of me. You've literally made up things that aren't even true. We just played it. You said grandparents. It's probably because I was trying to emphasize the D in grandparents and it came out sounding like a T. This is I grew up in the shark app. Yes, that's on? what I'm trying to say. Storyland. They're offering oh. they're offering a special free admissions day for grandparents and heroes who work in law enforcement, medical professionals, and you know, oh, related that's careers. That's cool. Yeah. Storyland. So if you go to the Shark app, you can find out some discounts for grandparents, uh, military personnel. Oh, not discounts, free. Whoa. For a special day. So Shark App, Storyland. That's awesome they're doing this. Yeah. When's the last time you went to Storyland? Oh, geez. I was probably six or seven years old. It's been a long time. I, I loved the, the bamboo shoots. I love the old woman who lives in the shoe. She's got so many grandchildren. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Meg. I don't have any other friends. I have to do this video. Yeah, you're about to lose the one you have. <laughs> Go to the Shark App at Storyland. And hey, good on you. Thanks for doing that. Really nice thing they're doing for people. Shark App, Storyland. Check it out. And now, here's sports in 10 seconds with the Sportsman. At the World Cup of Basketball, the U.S. defeated Jordan. Well, of course they did. He's like 60 years old. That's your sports in 10 seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Megan's here. I pulled you in here for a quick second. Today is National Matchmaker Day. Oh, no. Well, no, I'm not going to go oh, there. Oh, no. Are you Mike Curtin? <laughs> no, I'm not Mike from sales. There's no surprise. I'm not setting you up with anybody. I just A simple question for you. Uh, if someone were setting you up, where would you want to go? Where's the best place to go in the area, New England, uh, for a first date? Where would you prefer to go? To, I like just to coffee have a, shops. Coffee shops, where in particular? By the ocean? Do you like being it kind Ooh. of in a small town? Like, what, what do you love here in New England? I'm What's not your... too particular. I've had a lot of first dates at Flight Coffee Shop in Dover. That's right. Okay. That's probably the one consistent place that I've been to a lot for that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not insanely picky as long as it's like a welcoming and inviting atmosphere where you mm-hmm. can just sit and talk over coffee and a bagel or a gotcha. pastry. What well, about you? Probably a Celtics game. I know that sounds very... A first... How are you supposed to get to know someone at a Celtics game? 
If they can handle me at a Celtics game, they can handle me anywhere. <laughs> but this is a first date challenge. It's, You're not going to wait till like the third date. No, I, I don't want to waste someone's time. Like I, I want to see if she can if she can stand me at a Celtics a close Celtics game. Then if I'm like, oh, that, this this girl's the one. That would be it. Kayla wrote in on Facebook and she said her best spot for her first date here in New England, Bernie's and Hampton Beach. I know Bernie's, Bernie's Beach Bar. Yeah, she said my husband and I went there for our first date. And it was also his first time to America. He's from England, and it was a blast. That's that's amazing. That's a heck of a first date. Dinner by the ocean. She says dinner by the ocean. Great music and atmosphere. Not overly serious. Just a fun time. Absolutely. Love Hampton Beach. Love Bernie's Beach Bar. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks so much for writing in and listening. And you know, it's amazing that today is National Matchmaker Day because it seems like love is in the air. Listen to this. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. Last night was the first episode of The Bachelor featuring senior citizens. In this one, the fantasy suite is stocked with crossword puzzles and Werther's originals. <laughs> yes, last night was the debut of The Golden Bachelor, which features seniors hooking up, which got awkward when they had to pixelate both the topless women and men. <laughs> That's right, there's a new bachelor featuring the elderly. If a date goes poorly, they'll leave in a limo. And if it goes too well, they'll leave in a hearse. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. I wrote something for the Shark Gap, Megan has questions. I think this is absolutely hysterical. So Maine's own Stephen King, uh-huh. you know, he's known for a lot of things. He's known for his uh, love of the Red Sox. Well, and, and books. <laughs> And the oh. other day, oh yeah, that 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 little thing too, and and he decided to mm-hmm. combine both of these <laughs> passions together, and yeah, t- tell us the story. Well, it's on the Shark app, and um, he, I guess he's been doing this for a long time. He will read between innings, like he'll read a book between innings. I wouldn't do that. I'm there. You're at a baseball game, man. Have fun. You know what I mean? Like, how can you focus on the media, a book? Read read about the players. Like, read about what you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like, read the program when you're at a play. Like that sort of deal. How can you focus on a book when you're at a game? He, he, Stephen King, man, that's his. That's what he loves. He loves the books. But here's what's funny: is that if you go to the Shark app, this wasn't between innings. This was like a kind during of, the game. This kind of a passive aggressive sort of. So it's like the equivalent protest. of texting during a play. If you look at the picture, I don't think he's trying to stand out, but he's not hiding that he's just like he's reading. Wow, he has the funniest voice, Stephen King. That's like a hidden impression I want to work on. It sounds like Krusty the Clown. I need to like, from, I need to, I've never heard him talk. I need to look up and find uh, out what he, his voice sounds like. Well, he kind of talks like this. Um, yeah, I was at the game and the Red Sox weren't giving me anything good. So I read. I decided if I was done feeding myself with hot dogs, I'd feed my head. He talks like this. You think I'll get him on the show? That's my long shot goal. <laughs> I'm going to send him this You're not clip. doing yourself many favors if you're trying to get him on like, the show. No, he's a time travel guy. I'm going to call him. A, hey, Stephen King, uh, this is you in se- December. You had a great time on Ryman in the morning. You should make sure you go on the show. Anyway, it's on the Shark app. Stephen King reading a book at a Red Sox game. That's how it's going. It's also National Matchmaker Day, and I asked you, you're going on a first date in New England. Where do you want to go? Alan says Gardner Museum in Boston. Well, that's a good place to get your heart stolen. You know what I'm saying? If you know, you know. Howard says Canoe Lake Park. Oh, Canopy Lake Park. Canopy Lake Park in Salem or some other place that's fun and not too serious where you can laugh and have some fun. I don't know. Maybe you should go to Canoe Lake Park. <laughs> it's for two people, right? Mike in Richmond, Vermont says the bedroom. Hey, come on, Mike. Grow up, Mike. What would Ben and Jerry say, Mike? And we have one more. 
Patrick in Newmarket, best place in New England to take a first date? I'd say either a brewery or a coffee shop. So in other words, maybe you take him to the brewery and then you take him to the coffee shop and you see how you feel after the coffee shop, maybe, right? Yeah. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. Today is National Wear Teal Day, a day when people casually announce that they are colorblind. Today is National Write a Letter Day, a day when you tell people you're fighting for the North in 1865. Today is National Pink Cadillac Day, a day when you tell people you're working in Boston's combat zone in 1975. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. You know my next guest from one of our favorite sitcoms, The Nanny, and you can see him now in the stage adaptation of Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code at the Agunquit Playhouse. Welcome to Reinman in the Morning, Charles Shaughnessy. Mr. Shaughnessy, how's it going? It's going just great, thanks, John. We, um, we opened on uh, Saturday, and the show's uh, up on its feet and um, packing them in. And we're happy to have you here. Is this your first time performing in a gunquit? No, uh, it's actually my third. And, and uh, strangely enough, it's my third time looking for the Holy Grail. I, I, I played King Arthur in Spamalot twice, once in 2010 and once in the Big Tent a couple of years ago during the COVID shutdown and uh they had the big tent outside, and uh, now I'm uh, looking for the Grail yet again in the Da Vinci Code. So there's something <laughs> about the Holy Grail and the Conquest for me. You got to get the Find My Grail app for your phone. That's what makes it easy That's to right. find. It. Yeah. Oh, what are your favorite things to do while you're here in Maine and New England? Well, uh, the uh, the the taffy is good, and the lob- lobsters and taffy uh, are both good. You know, can't be missed. Um, I actually uh, went to do an event the other evening at Newburyport yeah. um, and stayed with a friend in Topsfield, um, which is a, a little town um, just between here and Newburyport, sure. uh, actually a little bit further than Newburyport. Yeah. And it's just, you know, the, every every little town you go to is just like out of a storybook. It's just uh, such a beautiful part of the world. Did you read the novel when it first came out? I did. I read it. Um, I wasn't one of the sort of first, but there was so much buzz about it. I kind of thought, well, I better find out what this is all about, the buzz. And, it, and I enjoyed it. It's a, it's a fascinating story, um, the, the sort of overall story. And then what Dan Brown did was sort of add the, the a kind of murder mystery and, um, you know, these characters um, and it, it's, it was a fantastic read. It made a really exciting movie. And now we've got this really exciting play on stage. I saw that Dan was actually in attendance on opening weekend. So what is going through your mind when the author, Dan Brown, is right there watching you perform his work on stage? It, yeah, it was a little nerve wracking. I mean, it wasn't I wasn't particularly uh, extra nervous. I knew that Dan was very involved and to have this happen and he's he's such a nice man and so supportive and so enthusiastic and was very much part of the process it wasn't like i didn't feel like we were presenting it to someone who was going to be very critical um he was kind of supportive from the outset and um had nothing but nice things to say and, and encouraging things to say uh and it was just a real thrill i mean it was uh, the whole thing has been an extraordinary experience. This is the first time it's been done on stage in America. Yeah. Um, and to have the author, to have Dan there, 
kind of rooting for us um, and being there. And he's going to be coming back, I think, to see it as, during the run. Oh, good. Um, it's been a kind of fantastic opportunity. For more information, visit agunkwitplayhouse.org. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Celtic signed guard Svi Mikhailuk. Wait, is that his name or did I write it down backwards? That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Megan, what's up? You're a coffee drinker, correct? Oh, big time. Got it right here. Yes. So but... are you. What's the big deal? Why'd you say that to me like it's strange? Well, because I... I know you don't drink alcohol, so I didn't know if you also avoided coffee. Some people don't drink coffee at all. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So what do we got on the Shark app? What can help these people? Reader's Digest has spilled the tea on the best coffee shop in New Hampshire. Okay, but hold on a sec. You've got me confused. I thought we were talking about coffee. Now someone spilled tea? What happened here? What's going on? First, we're talking talking about tea and coffee. coffee. Then it turns into an intervention for me for some reason. I don't even drink. And now someone spilled tea. Talking about tea and coffee. Okay, so this is on the Shark app and Reader's Digest. What did they say? They've shared what their take on the best coffee shop in New Hampshire is. I've never been, so I can't necessarily comment. But I want to know from you, besides, of course, our friends at Dunkin', what are some coffee shops? that's the one. It's Dunkin'? Yep. (laughs) Really? Like when you're, I love that for you. No, when you're like I'm telling you, when you're like in California or somewhere and you see a Dunkin's, it's like a, a dog seeing the park. You're just like, <laughs> oh! like I've literally, I've not making this up, and I'm sorry because my friend does listen on demand on the Shark app every week. I canceled plans in Los Angeles once because I found the Dunkin' in Santa Monica and I didn't have time. <laughs> when I went to Seattle, I got, I mean, it's such a beautiful place to visit, but I was cracking up because the way they are with Starbucks is like yeah. how. Boston is with Dunkin'. You know, in Boston, there's a Dunkin' on every corner. Yep. Seattle's like Starbucks capital. The original Starbucks is actually in Seattle, fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have a picture of me in front of it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, And if you go to the Shark app, you can read all about uh, the best coffee spot in New Hampshire, according to Reader's Digest. Spoiler alert. It is not a a chain. It is something unique and small. Okay. We're going (laughs) to... Friday, but I'm not going to go there. (laughs) He set me up and I'm better than that. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. Police in Nebraska pulled over a man for riding with his pet bull in the passenger seat. Said the man, my bad, next time I'll let him drive. (laughs) Yes, a man was stopped for driving with a bull riding shotgun, which got even worse when the bull tried to help out by flirting with the cop. Yes, a man was arrested for driving with a bull in his car. While on his breathalyzer, he blew a point Olay. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on? Did you know that there were homes in New England that had, like, slanted windows on their houses? Have you ever seen anything like that? Uh, yeah, but I think it was after drinking some of that weird coffee you were talking about earlier. From the best coffee shop in New Hampshire, according to Reader's Digest, how dare you? (laughs) This is on the Shark app, and that's interesting. (laughs) Are we the only place that has the slanted windows? Well, here's the thing. Someone did a little digging on this, and apparently they've been dubbed witch windows because they were supposedly able to keep out the witches, which explains why I haven't seen any of these homes. Why? (laughs) why, why, Why does that keep the witches out? Why? Is their hat get stuck? You gotta go on the you gotta go on the shark app to find out. Apparently, mm. people also think these windows were used to help remove the deceased in the olden days. Oh, now that I'm more likely to buy. So, so on the shark app, why are windows slanted? And it could be to story remove... of of witch windows. We're approaching spooky season after all. You know, my favorite time of year. Okay, two where questions. I pull out all the stops. Two questions for you, Megan, because I know you're a history buff. Why do witches and pilgrims have the same hats? 
Legit question. I've always just wondered since I was They don't a kid. have the same hats. They're pretty much the same. No, they're, they're not. Pointed. They're pretty much the same. No, they're not. They're the same. I don't. The you witch know, has the, the wider brim, but it's it's similar. It's up there. I don't. I feel like I have read about this before, but I don't remember the answer. Okay, follow up question: Why do the pilgrims wear a belt on their hat? Does their head get kind of full around Thanksgiving? I don't know. I want you to look that up. But in the meantime, I if, will. I'll do it literally right now. If you want to know why windows are slanted, go check it out on the Shark app. Clayton from Kittery, you got tickets from the Shark to go see ZZ Top. Yeah. And the show was? Friggin' awesome, and I needed it. I, I This is like the third or fourth time I've seen him. This was at the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom, right? I saw the videos. It looked insane. Phenomenal, man. Those guys rock for being their age. Hey, I have a question for you, though. Did you ever think it was strange yeah. that the one guy in ZZ Top who's named Beard does not have a beard. He just has a mustache. Yeah, that's pretty odd. <laughs> hey, it's fall here in New England. What are you looking forward to the most? Oh, I love the foliage. You know, sure. it's this beautiful country, Ryman. It's great to see the leaves go from green to like ZZ Top beard color. You know what I'm saying? And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Minor League Baseball is using robots for umpires. They should put them in Little League so parents have to yell at the Terminator. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. I wrote something for the Shark app and Megan has questions. So imagine this. You are strolling through an antique store and you stumble across a painting that you think is pretty cool, pretty unique, and you decide to take it home. But then, down the road, you realize this wasn't just an ordinary painting. You can sell this painting and never have to work again. Yeah. Uh, well, I let's talk. Th- the good side of the story is that a, I think it was a woman. I could be wrong. I'm sorry if I am. But someone went into uh, an antique store in Manchester, New Hampshire, and got a painting for a few bucks. You can read how much they got it for in the Shark app. Even for any painting, right? Oh, yeah. no, Quite it, a bargain. Very. For a very nice painting. And they buy the painting. It's it's worth, um, you know, in the quarter of a million dollar range. That's what it's going to sell for. That's the kind of luck that I want on my side. <laughs> I was wondering if it was maybe if it was you. Um, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so congratulations to that person. Read all about it on the Shark app. What a find. That's why you go antiquing, right? That is so cool. Okay. For sure. Flip side of the story. Imagine you're the owner of that antique shop no. in Manchester. Right? When I saw I just, I literally buckled over. I was just like, ugh. You know, because it's such a, but I'm like, it's a nice painting. Why'd you let it go for this much anyway? But then I thought about it. Maybe it's good for them because then it helps their reputation. Would you go public if that was you and you sold that painting or would you try to keep it secret? No, I would take my money and I would not say a peep. I would, I might go the other way. I might try to make it work and say, well, if you come here, you never know. You might find a, a real antique. Or you could give some of the money as a donation to the store that made you rich. There you go. That's a good compromise there. Everybody wins. You've heard of paying it forward. What about paying it backward? Huh? Now we're talking. Read about it on the Shark app. It's September 1st. What are you looking forward to the most now that falls around the corner in New England? Jim and Barrington. Uh, I would say my uh, fall boating on Winnipesaukee. Sandy in Rochester. Oh, definitely foliage. Foliage. Love it. What's your favorite color of the foliage? Red. It's amazing how trees reinvent themselves. They're like the David Bowie of nature. Johnny C. in Exeter. Listen to the Shack. Oh, everyone loves a suck-up when we go back to school, Johnny C. Speaking of which... I'm Charlie Butters, and it's time for your Friday Flicks Back to School Edition. The Battle of the Bands meets the Blackboard in the Jack 
black comedy school of rock. See amateurs play rock music in what audiences describe as nickelback but enjoyable. If you like causing trouble, who can forget The Breakfast Club, where a group of misfits are forced to spend a Saturday morning together, or as parents call that, a soccer game. Is it romance or stalking? That's the question in the John Cusack classic, Say Anything. This feel-good flick will have you believing in love and saying at least that boombox isn't playing Nickelback. I'm Charlie Butters, and remember to keep an eye on the screen and a hand in the popcorn.